1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com Mike's on. He's ready to go on the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. Sports and it it came. It's my on the fan. Sports Radio 66
0: and 1019 FM WFAM. All right, we come to you on this Wednesday evening. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drank it. Another nice day. It was supposed to be a little rainy, but it wasn't. Uh, it was another day where it was mostly sunshine. Uh, we haven't had much rain, that's for sure. We've had a lot of sunshine uh, recently, uh, and we just cautiously start to move or inch little by little. And, and just as you watch, as we get ready for a golf tournament, another weekly uh, golf tournament without fans, PGA this week, but look what's happened there. As we get ready for Cromwell now, uh, up the Travelers runs a good tournament in Cromwell. It's an easy course for the players. It's the second shortest course on the tour. They'll rip the course up. You know that. Okay. They ripped up last week's course. They're going to rip up this week's course. You know that. So if you're waiting for them to be challenged by a course, you're going to have to wait for a while. Uh, That's not going to happen, but it's a well run tournament. Um, too bad you can't go to it. You're going to have to watch it on TV. They got a good field. They have a better field than normal because they're usually the week after the U.S. Open. That's a very tough week to get people to play. Um, but they do have a good field, but it has already been taken apart a little bit, and that's the story because as baseball now has this really awful 60-game schedule, but it's better than nothing, okay? There's a lot of things that – you can't like about what they did. But the bottom line is it's better than nothing from a fan standpoint. But here's the thing. Look what's going on in golf from last week to this week. You got five players out. You got last week's winner, Webb Simpson, who says, I'm not going near the place. You got Kepkin McDowell out because their caddies tested positive. You got a couple of other players out, Watney, uh, and a couple of other players out because they tested positive. Uh, We'll see if we get any more before they finally put the ball in the air tomorrow morning. And that is exactly why no one has a clue where we're headed with this. Because every day now, every day, the daily report is, here's who tested positive. This player yesterday it was Jokic tested positive. Today, Brogdon tested positive and Blackman tested positive and three more guys on this team and two more guys on this team and then two guys in this team and then three guys on this team. And this is going on as the uh, pandemic continues to bounce around the country, attacking different spots of different levels of intensity at different times. But... Nobody has any idea. What we're dealing with is we have plans here, okay? Uh, Spring training will start the – or training camp will start the 1st, and hopefully the season will start around the 24th. You'll know that because we don't know what's going to happen between now and then. We don't know what's going to happen health-wise. We don't know how many people are going to test positive. We don't know what the unknowns are going to be at that time and how they're going to be dealt with. We just don't know. And we don't have any therapeutics. We don't have any vaccine. Fauci said yesterday he thought of maybe a vaccine by the start of the year. That's even probably aggressive. Or maybe optimistic is a better word. But as people are discussing baseball coming back, is it a given that these teams won't have decided, hey, This doesn't make any sense by the 24th. They might. We don't know. Every team that has started the Open has had an issue, whether it's been a college football team, whether it's been a baseball team. No matter what team it has been, a lot of them have closed down their camps, and others have had issues. And now the uh, PGA Tour, which got through the first week, got through the second week, and now has had some issues here in week three. Now, these guys might have gone to the beach. These guys might have gone. uh, McDowell and uh, Kevka played together, so their caddies were next to each other. Hey, who knows what the reason is? Who cares what the reason is? The question is, how are you going to deal with the health issues when they do impact? And they will. And in basketball, they can impact dramatically. Hey, Jokic changes everything for, the, for, for his team. Uh, you lose key guys. You've had a Laker say he doesn't want to play. You're going to have other guys say they don't want to risk it, just like Webb Simpson said, hey, I won last week. I don't need to go near that place this week. There's no reason for me to go near there. And you're going to get more and more of that. I mean, I thought Kepka said the right thing. I'm pulling out because I want to protect everybody else. Uh, I don't have it. I tested negative, but my caddy got it, so I'm going to be do the right thing and not put everybody else in jeopardy in case I'm carrying, in case I'm a carrier. And maybe he is. Even he's, although he's asymptomatic, maybe he is a carrier. Who knows? We don't know these things. And these guys are testing a lot, as they do test a lot. And they will test virtually every day when they're going through camps and stuff like that their core guys are going to be tested virtually every day every other day at the the outside probably more than that and we're just going to have to hope because no one's got an answer as to how many guys shuts a team down no one wants to answer that question but if you're in an NBA playoff series and LeBron James needs two weeks off, it's for all intents and purposes, it's over. If the freak comes down with the, uh, with the virus, you've put a hole in their playoffs. And to a lesser extent, what if it's three or four guys out of your running eight? I mean, this is all, you know what? uh, And they don't know how to deal with it because they're just trying to say we'll handle these issues on the fly. The players are nervous. The areas that teams that leagues have targeted have now gotten to be hotspots. Everyone, everyone had everything planned for Arizona and Florida. And now, two of the three worst states in the country are Arizona and Florida. They were doing great before. They were models, oh, look at Florida, look at Florida. How many times you hear, it? look at Florida, look at Florida. Now look at Florida. So these surges come and go based on a variety of things, including behavior. And there is still so much that we don't know. We can take apart the 60-game plan. And find things to like and things not to like. But if you ask me right now today, on the 24th of June, do we know that in one month we'll play baseball? We don't know that. We don't know if we'll play basketball. We don't know if we'll play hockey. We don't know what we'll be playing. We don't know what the landscape, you know. You saw the market reverse after a very hot streak. You saw it reverse because the virus has started to get people worried again. That it is rearing its head again. And this is still first phase. This is not second phase yet. If there's going to even be a second phase, we don't know that either. But if there is, that would be November. So, yes, golf in the metropolitan area, it doesn't really matter where it is this week because you're going to be watching it on TV. You can't go out to the travelers and and view it i mean i guess you could go you know find some place where you might be able to view some of the action without get without you know getting inside the gates i guess it's possible you saw a couple of people doing that from their yards in south carolina there are some homes built around those places up there in cromwell because i've been up there so there are some homes built on the side of those courses that's really why those courses are built. You know, a lot of times they're built to sell real estate. Uh, they, they, that's exactly why they're built in Florida. But in other parts of the country, still very much the same thing. So there might be some places where you could get a peek, but if that's something you want to do. And it is a good field, but it obviously has been decimated in the last couple of days, and we still haven't even gotten to Thursday yet. Eddie C. will join us, talk a little baseball uh, right after this. All right, we're back. Eddie C. Who covers the Mets uh, and obviously does uh, some games, too, and always does all the other stuff with the Mets all year, joins us. Eddie, I, I didn't uh, see this part. Uh, I, are you allowed, is someone like you allowed in with the team during training camp? Are you allowed to no. be there or you're not allowed? Okay. No.
1: Okay. No, we will, uh, we will be in a hermetically sealed uh, press box.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're not, you're not allowed to have any contact with them at all during the... You... Uh, no. Okay. You know, it'll
1: be interesting yeah. to see uh, when actually we, uh, we see a player. But, you know, honestly, uh, I don't think we're going to be traveling. Um, and uh, we're going to be in the press box while they're working out, just watching... Pretty much. Oh, so think, you
0: can go. You can go stay up there, yeah. and then uh, they're going to bring you guys to a uh, a room where they have a broadcast where they have a setup for interviews. Is that well, what's going to happen?
1: I think it's going to be a Zoom, probably. We're we're going oh, to. okay. Think we leave uh, the fifth floor. You know, oh, okay. So you stay
0: upstairs. Room, yeah. You stay right. upstairs. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay. So um, they'll be downstairs. Um, gotcha. They're going to work out on on Wednesday. They're going to start. Uh, I don't know how many players are going to be there at first because what they have to do is uh, come to town, get tested, um, see if they're positive or negative, and then they have to uh, isolate for 48 hours. So um, some of them are here already and have gone through that. Some will be coming uh... they're gonna have eventually they're gonna have sixty you know sixty people and the main guys anyway will be at city field the rest are going to be over in brooklyn but they have not ascertained you know exactly who that is or when that's gonna happen we will we'll see what happens but uh... they have to have a roster in by uh, I think they have to have the 60 in by Sunday at three o'clock, so we'll know you know who the 60 are, and then they'll take it from there. They'll work out basically with 40 at City
0: 60. 60 is a lot, though. That's is, a lot. It is, yes.
1: it is a lot. Yeah. Well, basically, it's going to be say 40. You know, pretty much most of your 40 man roster, I would right. imagine, at City Field. Uh, the other 20, I would assume, will be kind of, will be uh, like a taxi squad, and right. they'll be at uh, they'll be at Brooklyn, um, and uh, They'll get down from 40 to 30. Basically, uh, you know, by the time it's uh, they're good to go on whenever it is, July twenty third, twenty fourth. Uh, we haven't exactly got the date yet, no. but it's it's going to be that weekend. So uh, that's the plan. Then they have to go from thirty to twenty eighth, then eventually to twenty six. Uh, but that'll all work itself out.
0: And before hopefully, I Florida get will stay before it, yeah, and <laughs> and who knows because you know that's right. the one thing everything has been attacked as soon as it starts. Um, we're talking right. about Eddie Coleman. Let me get to the Mets for a second from an ownership standpoint because I know the fans yep. are interested in that. And, you know, when the Stevie Cohn thing uh, fell apart, I, I said on the air, I said, listen, there are going to be plenty of people that want this team. If you, the idea in this day and age where franchises are worth a very very good amount of money and they're very valuable assets. The idea of a New York franchise in baseball being available, they're going to come out of the woodwork, and they have. I mean, you now have a – I don't know where Stevie Cohn sits in anything, but I do know that you're talking about at least four legitimate groups now for this team, including the Rubin brothers getting involved from the other day, right. uh, and they have a lot of money. Uh, so you have – legitimate, legitimate groups, including, uh, you know... Uh, J-Rod. Well, yeah, and Rapoli and uh, Vinny Viola, both billionaires, are uh, joining right. the group, and they have joined the group. So uh, so with those guys there now, and this is not the first time Rapoli's thought about this, So, and now he's got his buddy Vinny Viola involved, so uh, they both have a lot of money, and so they're legitimate, Obviously, the uh, Rubin Brothers, who are, I don't know, but I read about today, have a trim- have $14 billion. Right. Uh, so, And you know about the other groups that have been involved. And we still don't know if Stevie Cohn's lurking in the shadows. Um I had said a couple weeks ago the team was definitely going to be sold this year. Um, it may turn into a little bit more. I know their balance sheet is ugly right now, very ugly, and, right. they're going to, and there's some debt that's going to scare every businessman who looks at it. But um, and it might be some things they have to unravel there. But I think there's probably going to be uh, it's probably going to be a pretty interesting competition to see who gets the team.
1: Yeah, I, I think you know the Harris. Uh the Harris and Blitzer yep. uh, duo, which owns the 76ers and the Devils, uh, they, they might have a leg up at this point now. But again, I, I think you probably still have a long way to go. I know one of the things that the, uh, that the Wilpons were trying to do was, and I think this loan is up at the end of July, they, they wanted to try to get a pushback from, you know, for another year. Yeah, for another year from Jason.
0: They're, they're listen. They're 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 bleeding money right now. There's no question. Yeah, no, their down. Their yeah. their their balance sheet looks pretty ugly. Uh, from right. what I understand, looks pretty ugly right now. Everyone acknowledges that. But you know, listen. You know, you don't get a chance to get baseball teams in New York very often. That's what yeah. it comes down to. And these guys who who know what assets are worth now, even around the world, you got guys who look at it as an international thing now. They they want to own soccer teams, they want to own baseball teams, they want to own NFL teams, and there's there's a lot of money that's looking to mm-hmm. run, run yeah. the Mets down, so I think that they, now again, what group gets it? Who knows? You still don't even know if Stevie Cohn's in or out. He obviously has the resources to get in anytime he wants. He also does own 8% of the team, so he has a leg up from that standpoint. Um, who knows? What, where from we are what I can,
1: From what I can gather, anyway, with, you know, with- with Cohen anyway, I I don't first of all I d I don't think the Wilpons really want to sell to him. I I you know again if the money's there they probably But
0: they're gonna things. side of the hell they're gonna so, they're gonna sell at the highest bidder though obviously. Yeah, exactly. yeah. but I
1: think if if it if the team went to auction, which I don't think is gonna happen, I think Steve Cohen probably has the best shot there because he got the most money out of
0: anybody. Well now the other now in. the Rubens they got the same kind of money. They have Rubens fourteen do, billion too. Right. They have fourteen billion also.
1: The one thing that I've heard about them though is that uh they're Probably more interested in the real estate and the land around Cityfield than they are about. You no, know,
0: they're real estate guys, is what yeah, they, are. they are, yes.
1: They are real estate guys, and they. You know, they, it's it's kind of interesting too when you when you look at the negotiations between the owners and the players. You know, and people who side with the owners all the time. One of the things that's always involved with with ballparks, which are seldom paid for by the people that own the team, they're paid for right. by the public. No you know, question. The, the real estate and the land around there is you know is again the books never open, so you never know.
0: But there's two things that are critical to that sale. One is Sny, and the other one right. is the options on the land the, the land around the stadium. That's, well, is, th- th- those are critical to the sale.
1: This is one thing to keep in mind. I don't know if this would happen, but if... If the, if the Wilpons want wanted again, with the loan that they have out with J.P. Morgan Chase, they want to extend that, which gives them a little more time. Uh, but also, if you sold the land around Cityfield, Field, say to the Rubens, not the team, but just the land around it, it gives you more money and some capital that would free up some capital for them to give them a little more time as well to keep the right. team and maybe push things along. So, But I'll tell you, I
0: wouldn't buy the team if I couldn't get the re- See, I, if I were right. buying the team myself, there's two things I'd have to have. I'd have to have that's SMY yeah. and I'd have to have the options on the real estate around the franchise, yeah. around around the team, because mm-hmm. that, that's, that's what's valuable to the franchise. That, the, those are both absolutely... Must haves if you want to have a big yeah. success there.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I, listen, I think that's what the Rubin brothers, that's their angle on things anyway. I don't think they care that much about the team. They'd love to right. the land. Uh, the other guys, you know, Harris and Blitzer are guys that, uh, you know, people have told me that they don't have, again, they've owned the Sixers, they own the Devils, they just got a piece of the Steelers as well. I think they're involved with Crystal Palace too, but they're also guys that, you know, kind of buy distressed properties. Yeah, uh, that, that's not going
0: to happen here, I don't think. Loaded,
1: you know, loaded down with debt, uh, but yes. you know, that, that does uh, signify for the Mets, I would say that right now.
0: Because oh, it, they, it, but you know, the, they're bargain hunters, though, and yeah. I think that now, you, especially now where you have Rapoli and Viola, I know both of them pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, I, I know Viola a little, bit, I know Rapoli really well. And I can tell you, they're if they're in, they're going to be in to win. They're aggressive. They're very aggressive, and they have a lot of money, and, they know you, and they're know and they both New Yorkers. So, that's good, the j yeah, yeah. uh, faction needs money, that's for No, sure. no, they're listen, the, hey, listen, Listen, A-, A A Rod and J Lo would be the. The, the, they would obviously be the personalities, but they are not gonna be the money players, obviously. Mm-hmm. That that would be right. Rapoli and Viola who are both legitimate billionaires. And so also,
1: yeah. I, I think that both, you know, J Rod has has to find people that have money that would allow them to be the face of the franchise too and run things, you know? That's I, that's, that's gonna thing.
0: be interesting because I think Rapoli's the type who's gonna want to have a lot of say. And mm-hmm. I, I now listen, maybe the he and the A Rod can have an agreement with that. Who knows? Look, that's up for them to work out. Right. But what for Met fans this is a picture now of, a, of some very aggressive people now being involved with their franchise. It's not like it's been painted. See, after Stevie Cohn pulled out, it was almost painted like nobody wanted the team. That's not the case at all. There are plenty of people that want the team. Yeah.
1: Well, that's you know that again that goes back to the players' owners. Uh, you know the, what we just went through over five months. There are people that want baseball teams. You know, Bill DeWitt can say. Plus, he wants, New
0: York, though you haven't had a team basketball. you haven't had a team go up for sale in New York in thirty years. Yeah, a forty almost forty years since the Met, the Mets went up. The Mets were bought in what year? 82? Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost forty years since they've been up for sale. And yeah. the Yankees were before that
1: and he had a Kansas City team which sold for a billion dollars and he had a Marlins team and he and, had a
0: Kansas City team that sold for a billion dollars that that guy and, and all he did was buy it for 100 million never put a dime in it run it into the ground and sell it for a billion
1: yep no exactly and the Marlins were sold for they were sold for a billion as well too i believe and uh, you know they had i think four or five other bidders that were going on uh, in addition to the guy who bought it and put Jeter in charge. So, uh, you know, listen, and, and the Marlins haven't exactly drawn a lot of people, if you haven't noticed, over the
0: years. Or put any money into their franchise. Right. Exactly. right. So, All right, let's get back to the uh, plan. What do you like about the plan? What do you not like about the plan?
1: Well, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to go back to what I said in, in March. I, I thought they'd play baseball again this year. I really thought that they'd I thought it would be sooner than this, honestly, but uh, I did think they'd play baseball. I just don't know if they can get to the end – and I don't think anybody knows. Uh, no, we don't
0: know that. We yeah. don't know. And there's a lot of owners that don't want to play. We know that. But uh, but now that they've agreed to play, um, uh, mm-hmm. and the players are going to come out with something. If they make it to sixty games, they come out with something like thirty six or thirty seven percent of their money, or right. something like yep. that. Uh, mm-hmm. Who can uh, That that's the, not the important thing. But the the issue is, I think, and I don't think they're going to lay this out for us. We're just going to have to watch this in every sport. What. Make and when these teams start, they are, when these sports start, they are not going to want to shut down because that's where the owners get killed. Is when they shut down immediately after they open. Yeah, uh, they now, go to the postseason, right? Right, yeah. right. So the question is, how much can they tolerate if the virus hits? I mean, what can they tolerate if it yeah. starts to ravage teams? Uh,
1: that's a great question, Mike. I, I I don't know. I haven't. They have the uh, a new manifesto out. I think it's hundred and one pages. The last one was sixty seven. I have it here. I haven't gone through it yet, so I don't know exactly what they have in there. The health and uh, uh, safety protocols, but I think they're pretty much the same. I know that the players wanted to buff that up a little bit, so uh, intend to read that tonight and see exactly what's there. Uh, but as far as you know, listen, I, I think you have to be careful. That's that's why. I Think they have twenty-man taxi squads. They're going to have people. Obviously, they're going to have a separate list for COVID-related injuries. You're going to have an injury list, but also a separate one for uh, you know if you're sidelined by the COVID as well. Uh, And there's no time limit on that. There's a 10-day injured list, uh, and I think the 60 the 60-day thing is now 45 because there's only 60 games. So it doesn't. And I would imagine if you go on that list, you're not going to be there for the rest of the season anyway. So um, but I, I think, uh, you know, it, it's, it's going to, I think it's going to be a free for there's, there's a lot of, there's some fascinating things to it, but at the same time, you know, you could end up with some non-deserving playoff teams at the end too. And again, now you don't have 16, you only have 10. You're back to 10, uh, the normal, you know, with the, uh, the two wild cards and the division winners, uh, so. Uh, so we'll see how it all plays out. You know, you could have a low seed take out a high seed. That could be very
0: uh, easily happening. Right, and you could players. have a couple of strangers make the playoffs too if they right. get up to a fast start. Here's one thing, Eddie, that hasn't been addressed much, and for and it's interesting for a couple of reasons. The umpires have a union. Number mm-hmm. one, number two, they are a bad profile for the pandemic. They are older, and they are in a lot of them are in good shape. Uh, add all that up. How about addressing what happens with them, uh, you know, and and them as a group?
1: That's a a fair point. There is a rule that they install that any... uh, any manager or player that comes within six feet of an umpire to argue is automatically ejected from the game. So I don't know how many arguments you'll see. You'll probably no, uh, but I
0: know, mean, what about them just being in the in? Yeah. yeah, I mean, because they're not young, okay. And uh, overall, I don't know what the average age of an umpire is. I'd have to check. I don't know, but they're not all in the greatest shape either. So yeah. you know, you're looking at them as a group, and you're wondering about uh, what they what they look for. What are they worried about? What about their protocol? Yeah.
1: I I agree. Listen, I, th- I think it's something that you have to watch. A lot of those guys are getting up in uh, in years, and I'm sure that they have, uh, you know, stuff that they've been through, which puts them at risk much more so than the players. Right. They're probably going to have to go through the same thing where they're going to have to have a taxi squad as well. Now, keep in mind, there's no minor league baseball, so you've got a lot right. of minor league umpires who might be, you know, Ready to come up to the major leagues, and they might have a, a looking for a chance. Keeping yeah. arrears, looking for a chance, and yeah. uh, and see how that plays out. But that's yeah, no, it's something you have to watch. Obviously, uh, I think there were I think there were more Blue Jay players today that, uh, there, that were. The,
0: there were. and, and every and, and Blackman went down, and other teams had three right. players, two players, one player. You had uh, one of the paces go down. You had obviously Blackman. You had this has gone on every day. It's like every day the daily list now has. has. Has teams getting hit, and has players being knocked out day by day?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I know. And Toronto still doesn't know where they're going at this point. You know, it's possible they could get out of Dunedin, uh, you know, and get out of Toronto, or they could play in Buffalo, for that matter, too, which is, uh, you know, the A team. So, uh, and, again, what happens, that, that's the other, I think, confusing thing about this. You know, what happens is something, if an area flares up, yep. uh, are you going to send a team there? Uh, say, you, you know, an area flares up and you have some positives that are on the team that is in that area, and you're scheduled to go play them. Well, what happens then? Uh, do they leave? And go to where you are or are the games canceled uh these are all things listen we don't know i mean that, that's why you're you're kind of going on a wing
0: and a right. prayer. And, and that when day. you realize that, that yesterday, I mean, people in our area probably don't think about this anymore because we went through such a crisis time here, and everyone watched it every night on the local news, how overrun our hospitals were and how crazy it was here, and the death rate in New York every day, up to 800 a day and everything. But there were 36,000 new cases last night. I mm-hmm. mean, in America. I mean, that's that that's an outrageous number when you think about it. Thirty-six thousand new cases on the one day. That's the all-time high.
1: Well, you got to watch hospitalizations, and they're going up in a lot of places—Arizona, Texas, Florida. That's not good. Anytime, I think we knew what, you know, what happened here when the hospitals started to get uh, overrun a bit. So, um, and you hope that nobody has to go through. That. I,
0: I know some doctors who got taken from their specialties into the ICU, and they said it was the worst experience of their professional lives. What they saw. I it was, it, yeah, yeah. I could And they said it was unbelievable how sick people were, how yeah. sick they were and how they could do nothing for them. No. Uh, it was unbelievable. So, I mean, this is something you don't want to see come back again. Uh, and these other places that, are, yeah, as you said, Arizona, uh, Texas, Florida, etc. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure baseball and every other sport's watching this, you know, and then but then you see some of these beach shots around the country, and you say, "Hey, what are these people thinking?" I mean, you know, I mean, the beach looks packed. <laughs> no,
1: trust me, social distancing doesn't exist in some places. That's for sure. That's uh, that's guaranteed. They're gonna listen. Baseball's gonna try to do their best in that regard. I hope they can do it. The NFL, to me, seems very confident they can play a season. I'm not quite sure how, but we'll we'll find out. When I'll we tell
0: can- you one thing I know: the NFL does not want to, under any circumstances, start their season and, then and stop no, it. Yeah. They that is their nightmare. They do not. That's going to cost them a lot of money. They don't want any part of that.
1: I, I, I can't say uh, I blame them. I, I listen. I think people people are thirsting uh, to see some live sports and thirst. Oh, without to question, without I, question. You know, I, I I'll be honest, Mike. I I got to a point where you know if they didn't play this season, that was going to be fine. I'm going to take it day by day. But I do think this that if you with the, with the format that they have with just 60 games, if you get to September, and if you can get there you know, fairly injury and COVID free, it's probably going to be a wild free-for-all, and it probably is going to be very exciting down the stretch. Uh, I think that people, if, if you can get that far with this sport, uh, it may turn into something a lot of fun in September. We'll see if you can get there. But...
0: Hey, we could have a very fun September and October with all the playoffs that's going to be you available. Could. I mean, you it could be wild. I mean, you have things like the Masters, the Kentucky Derby, not yep. to mention what, and golf tournaments, not to mention playoffs in hockey and basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm. It could be terrific. It really could. But again, I, we just don't know if it's going to ever start. Right?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fascinating things with it. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the things that, that are going to be uh, interesting to watch the pitching workloads, um, you know, you, you're probably going to, Pull your pitchers back at the beginning and probably not use them for a lot of innings. But it'll be interesting if you get to September and you're coming down the stretch and you want to make a playoff spot, you know, uh, some of these guys are not going to want to come out of games, okay, Uh, and especially if they're only getting, you know, 10 or maybe – you know, 11 starts or thereabouts in a season. You know, they're, they right. don't want to take the ball. They want to go as long as possible. What does a manager do? Uh, how do you work your bullpen? Those, those things are all kind of fascinating, if you can get that far.
0: What, have you talked to anybody about where they would say pitchers are right now compared to where they would be in a regular I, spring I, training?
1: I haven't. I mean, I think they, they've all been throwing uh, on a regular basis. It's going to be really hard. I think we'll probably know within the first week or so exactly where they are because they'll, they'll have three weeks. They'll have about 20 days uh, to get underway here
0: uh and you know we'll see. so you definitely. think on opening day or july twenty fourth do you think the starting pitchers are going to go out there and throw like they would on what would be a normal April day, or do you so. think they'll be no. behind that
1: yeah I, th- I think well i think they'll they may be at that point Mike that's what i don't know i don't know exactly where they're going to be. I think some of them may feel like they are, but i don't think that anybody is going to take chances at that point in time
0: if and you they're see, also going to have a lot of pitches to use they yeah, ha- they're going to have exactly. a lot of pitches on the roster yeah I, th-
1: I think what you do is you know you Go out there and you get five from your starter, and you get a solid five. That's good. Maybe you piggyback somebody with him, uh, uh, and then you'll go to your closer late. That kind of thing. I, again, those those are all things. It's hard to determine at this point in time because I think you have to see where they are. Uh, but you know, I, I think that most of them are in fairly good shape. The only thing I would say is that you've already had kind of a spring training uh, spring training where you ramp yourself up, and now you you've cooled down again. Even though you're throwing and keeping in shape on the side, now you got to ramp it up again again. again, before another season, I don't know how that affects players. They've never done that before, not in this sport. Uh, You know, it's always been... You know, February, March, and then you know, here we go for the long haul. So it's going to be interesting to see how they how they play that.
0: Any of the rules bother you? I know you're you're not a DH guy, but right, the, yeah. But I, don't I mean, it. but you knew that was coming, though. Yeah, you knew I that mean,
1: like oh I've always said, I'm not going kicking and screaming. It's going to change. Uh, it's here. You know, for this year, I think it's good. Uh, you know, take that away from the pitchers at this point in time. There are some pitchers who aren't going to be real happy about that. They love especially
0: med pitches,
1: especially yeah, Degrom and yeah. Mats and those guys. They love to hit. So uh, that. That's, that's not going to make them happy but uh, you know I, I think that's a smart move the the extra inning thing uh, not crazy I, I don't like
0: I, that I don't I, like that
1: I don't either but I you know if you're going to do it at all do it here do it during this season uh, it's not something they're not going to do it for the playoffs when the playoffs arrive that, that'll revert back they won't do it then uh, and whether it Stays in the future, I kind of doubt it. But um, you know, for this year, what the heck? You might as well try it and uh, and see what you can do. You know, uh, that, that's that's not something uh, that have I have.
0: You talked to any to. players? Are they are they gung ho? Are they not gung ho?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I really haven't lately. Uh, okay, I know that. Uh, I did talk to I did talk to Daniel Murphy during uh, uh, when he, he's one of the guys who was on the executive committee. He voted uh, for the deal. As a matter of fact, I think He, so he was one of the five that uh, voted. They had the eight of the executive committee, and then the thirty uh, player reps who voted on it. And uh, so Murphy, I'm pretty sure, was one that uh, that voted for it. But. Um, you know, I, I really haven't talked to that many players, uh, at this point. They've all been entrenched at home or elsewhere. They're, they're dribbling in now. So, uh, I don't know how much we'll talk to them. It, it's going to be interesting because, you know, normally you, you get to, uh, see guys or talk to guys and, uh, you know, ask them this, ask them that, uh, either in the locker room or outside in the field. We're going to have very little, uh, uh very little uh, rapport with them. Let's put it that way. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see.
0: And right away, when the, when, when we do get to July 1st and training camp starts, uh, mm-hmm. will you, will you be out there every day watching? Is that what the plan I'd, is?
1: I'll be out there, yeah. Next week, I'm going to be out, uh, probably Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah, when they're, when they're out there, uh, Uh, Just before the 4th, yeah. And, you know, make sure everybody's there and nothing happens. I I would imagine that every day they're going to, you know, check in with us one way. You know, they
0: don't have the the facilities that they have at training camp. They don't have all the mounds. They don't have all the – I mean, they can bring in mounds. I understand that. But, you know, they don't have backfields. They don't have all these facilities that they have. So, I mean, to me, they're going to get right to the major guys and to the immediate team a lot quicker than you think because they don't have the facilities here.
1: You almost have to go and shift. Uh, they do, to the best of my knowledge, City Field has five mounds. You have two in the bullpen and two in the visiting bullpen. Right. And, and then what then do they the have in
0: spring? Ch- ch- and what do they have in their in their uh, training center? Probably well, twenty, have, right? Have, yeah, like twenty, thirty. 30. They, yeah, they,
1: yeah, yeah. They have six packs all over the yeah. place. You can yeah. uh, you can find a, a mound or right. you know, go off of just about anywhere. They have much more uh, flexibility down there, and I think that you know that's that works to their detriment. That works to every club's detriment, I think. But and you might have to work in shifts. You might, you might have to have an you know kind of right. a morning afternoon.
0: You really only have one field to work on unless you want to work on a Brooklyn field also, right?
1: Right, but they're going to have, see, I think they're going to have guys down there, too. I'm pretty sure, you know, you've got to have all your guys uh, you know, with you uh, after those rosters are in on Sunday, so they've got to put in their 60, and I think, you know, the excess or the overflow is probably going to be in Brooklyn, so I I don't know how much room you're going to have down there. I guess you could always send somebody over there to pitch a, you know, an inter-squad game, something like that. You could do that. Uh, Send them over to to Brooklyn for the day, but you know, for the most part, they're going to have to get their work in at City Field and they may have to go on shifts. I don't know, I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, I guess we'll find out more next week, but uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see, be different,
0: yeah, very different, that's for sure. I mean, and, and especially strange for a first year manager, too, you know, yes,
1: yeah, I, I think that that's I think Lewis will be fine. Lewis Rojas, uh, I, I, listen, I he's he can handle things, uh. uh players liked him a lot at the beginning of uh, spring training. I, I thought he uh, he ran a pretty good camp at that time. He had everything under control, um, and I think he's going to be fine, but it's, uh, it's a heck of an obstacle to throw at a guy. At six, a 60-game season here. <laughs> be a baseball manager. Figure this out, okay? Uh, well, let's
0: be honest. Nobody's going to judge their new manager on right. this year. Nobody's going to say, well, you didn't do the job in your 60-game year, so I'm going to get rid of you. I mean, yeah. uh, everyone's no, going to get a free ride this year.
1: I would uh, I would agree with that, and I, and I think he's going to be fine. I really do. It's just it's kind of going to be fascinating to watch because uh, there's going to be a lot of decisions that you normally wouldn't have in uh, in a normal season. You know, you can, I mean, just think of all the things that you go through. Uh, guys who go into slumps. You know, sitting a guy down for a day or so. You know, uh, do you do that quicker? Because you've got less games, uh you know those are things that you all do do you yank a pitcher uh because you may need a game do you do a little uh, quicker hook then a... Uh, those are all things that uh, you've got to you know you, you just kind of have to judge as you go along and i think it's interesting for a for a first year manager you know somebody who hasn't been through that before he might play things differently obviously with 162 than you do at 60
0: well i think you have to i think you have to treat it like every game is really critical i mean you really can't take great games for granted it's not like a regular season where you say oh, the season's a marathon right. this isn't a marathon this is a sprint yep. this is a, you can't get 10 games behind early here you're not going to make up a 5 and 15 start in this right. year you know, mm-hmm. plus if you can get out to a 5 and 15, a 15 and 5 start, you can basically maybe coast. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Well, if if you want to look at what the Mets the Mets in their last sixty last year actually went thirty nine and twenty one. So that maybe that's a good sign. I'm not
0: sure. <laughs> and the Mets <laughs> have always been pretty much fast starters if you think about it. You know, they're usually pretty good in April. Uh
1: they they do something. They've gotten up to fast starters, but as far as the first half of the
0: season, the last couple No, years, not good. But they're not well. good at, right. they're not good in May and June, but they're usually good in April. Right. Yeah, they
1: they do uh they do get some quick start. Well, you know, Mickey Callaway had a what? Eleven and one start, wasn't yes, it? I think, yes. yeah, Eleven and yeah. one start, so um, and they did win 15 to 16 at one point last year, second half. But uh, again, this is a this is something none of us have been through, so it's uh, it's going to be. Fun to watch, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, fast start would help definitely this year.
0: And did they give a date yet, Eddie, on when they're going to play preseason games yeah. or not yet?
1: You know, I I don't even know how they're going to do that, uh, Mike. Okay, you know, so there's
0: going to be no preseason games. I,
1: well, I it, I guess you know maybe the Mets and Yankees could play because they'll be here. They're going to gonna
0: need out. to scrimmage somebody. I mean, somebody's yeah. go, They're going to need they're going to need to play. I guess they could play inter squad games, but either, that I could get pretty I, tiring. I would think. You know, I,
1: I would think so too. But I think that's what you're going to be up against. I mean, I I don't. I guess the a,
0: Yankees and Mets could schedule a couple of games, and they could also put them on TV. People would flock to them. You know that.
1: They probably would. Here's the thing, though. You're exposing more people at that time in exhibition games. Well, I I'm
0: mean, not they're not to going, to, going to the game. No one would go to games. I mean, people right, would right. flock to them on television, though. Yeah. That's for sure.
1: But I mean, even the you know, you'd have more teams uh, together, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know how they'll work it. My guess is that they would probably do a lot of inter-squad stuff. I think that's probably what they're going to end up doing. I'm not sure if there are going to be exhibition games or, you know, if teams... They're close together. They can do that, but everybody's at their home base, basically, so they're not that close together. Let's put it that way. Teams in the same city—that'd be different, I guess. So.
0: And then uh, this report tonight, which uh, sports has got to be looking at, saying, "Wow, is that the that the death toll could be three hundred thousand by winter? Uh, yeah. that, that's unbelievable. I I mean, that, I that's a lot higher than people thought. You know that? Uh, yes,
1: it is. Yes, it is. It's uh, yeah, it's a scary thing. I know. Um, uh, it's it definitely is. It's uh, you've got to. Uh
0: I just saw that on the screen just a minute ago uh, from a report. I guess it was at Harvard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they don't have to call back. Let Eddie go. I mean, let, I was going to say goodbye anyway, so I'll just tell him goodbye. We just lost Eddie, but we were pretty much done anyway. We thank Eddie for his time, and we'll take a quick break. All right. We're back. Got a couple of minutes left. John and Fairfield will squeeze a couple of calls in. Go ahead, John. What's on your mind?
1: Hey, Mike, two quick questions regarding Mets ownership. One, who would you say the leader in the clubhouse is out of all the groups? And number two, not who sure. Do you think baseball not, not sure. And number two, who do you think baseball would be more hesitant to allow as an owner? Steve Cohen as a majority over, or your buddy Dave Portnoy as a minority owner? You know, stop with right,
0: Dave. Listen, Portnoy has no say in this thing. He's, a, he's not a player. You keep bringing Portnoy up. Listen, it is, he's not in this league. He has no money like this. You're talking about A-Rod doesn't have money for this. You're talking about a different game here. This is a different game we're playing here. He has nothing to say with this. He's uh, zero. He, he has nothing to do with any of this. Okay? I don't know why you keep bringing his name up. All right? Uh, as far as the real players, you're talking about very wealthy men. Uh, this is a intricate deal. It's a deal where you're going to assume debt. You're not going to like what you look at there. At, you're going to look at their uh, at their ledger. You're not going to love it. Uh, also, there's. Tricky things like uh, options on real estate and also SNY to deal with, uh, but it's a very, very valuable piece. And you have, a, I mean, to me, buying a team, a New York baseball team, you will absolutely, over the next 20 years, make a fortune in terms as an asset. It will go up. Enormously in value. Now, the year to year, you might not make money every single year, but there's already a lot of little things they do that are, see, that they do. So, you know, you don't realize that owners can take money out, write themselves a loan, and then pay that loan off with revenue and say, Oh, we didn't make any money this year. Well, you, what about the money you took out of the franchise? That is legal. Okay. That is done all the time. All right. Now, that doesn't mean they made money that year, but did their asset go up? the asset will always go up enormously. Now, I don't know anything about these Ruben guys. They're uh, Ruben brothers. They're very wealthy. All right, They're real estate guys by trade. uh, Stevie Cohen, obviously, is a very wealthy man. I do know Rapoli well. Uh, He's a very bright guy. He's a very aggressive guy. He's a uh, guy who made, you know, he's self-made. So is Vinny Viola. They're a very strong financial team, the two of them, uh, teaming with... uh, uh, tremendous wattage and star power with uh, A-Rod and J-Lo. I mean, that's a, uh, you know, that's a lot of star power with them. Baseball would love having them there, I'm sure, as, as wattage. And then you have Rapoli and Viola. They're all New Yorkers. Uh, they've all, they're all for themselves made. They're all people that were born poor and are now wealthy. And some more wealthy than others. But the, you know, Viola and, and, uh, and Rapoli are very successful businessmen. So, uh, and they play to win, but all these groups play to win. You got a lot of interesting groups here now as to who's the leader. I'm not sure. This could get into a little bit of a bidding war. And if it does, that's good for the Mets. I mean, it's good for current ownership, but the Mets are selling the franchise. Make no mistakes. Here's one thing I will tell you. There'll be no Mets involvement. From the Will after they sell, that's gone and the team will be sold. Uh, With I would say within the next, sometimes it, uh, don't hold me to the month, but the team will be sold in the next calendar year, I believe. Uh, Richard and Teterboro, what's up, Richard? Real quick.
1: Mike, Rudy Bay, ooh, Bob Shirley.
0: And- uh, bye, bye, Richard. Bye, 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 bye. I don't have time for nonsense. Uh, so, um, Casamigos Tequila brought to you uh, by those who drink it. They sponsor the program every night, so we thank the Ca- Casamigos tequila folks for that. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, check them out uh, as you head towards the holidays and obviously uh, drink responsibly, but uh, they make very fine products. Um is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, enjoy your Wednesday night, everybody.